Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right, hello, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Impero podcast. You are here with your host, the Viking. Is that an ashtray? Uh, no, it's a uh, uh, candle. <laughs> Might as well be one. There's the yellow one stuff over there. Bourbon Cowboy is here, too. He's just collecting ashtrays because I can't multitask when I'm sitting down, so... And then, uh, back to Rusty. What up, What's mate? up? Uh, well, this is nice. Three of us haven't been together in quite a while. I'll just bring over my ashtray I gave to you. Hey, I mean, it's communal. You found it in an empty house, so I can dig it. All right, we're getting all this set up, I promise. We, uh, I didn't do this right, but it's cool. We're here. All right, all right. Say what's up, cowboy. Hey, hey. Back in town. All right. Um, so we're going to obviously have bourbon. We are How going you can, to... You can see you, but you can't see anybody I else. I see you. You're there. You're right there. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me, baby. All Talk right. to me. I'll trust you. Um, yeah, so let's get let's jump into this. What are we starting with, Rusty? Well, by uh, Mark's request, we're going to start with the Cohiba... Riviera. So this is the what we call our, you know, it's the Gigante. It's a six by sixty, but it's perfecto at both ends. So hey, hey, fantastic hey. cigar, uh, new from Cohiba, just released about uh, two and a half, three months ago. Um, kind of a couple firsts for Cohiba. First time we've ever done a box press and Figurado. And Figurado. Yeah. Um, first time using Mexican San Andreas as a wrapper leaf. And it's also the first time we haven't used the traditional Dominican Palado Cubana in the filler. So really good, medium body, um, some really good earth, pepper, spice notes. Kind of like earth, wind, and fire notes, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really good. So this is actually my first time smoking this size. Um, I've been puffing on the, the Robusto. Um, what size did I smoke? Probably the Robusto, that's yeah. what I've had a lot of my samples of. Um, but Robusto, Toro, and then this uh, this guy here. Um, all box press, so kind of cool. And it's cool in this regard because I, I, I thought box press cigars are not my favorite thing. Not necessarily the Cowboys either. Um, but we did work a few Whoa. of them. In, what? This thing's broke. Oh. Here you go. Wow. No, I got one. I didn't even know this thing was here. I just saw it sitting on the table and I grabbed it and I was oh. like, that's one of Tommy's. Oh, the igniter shot. Yeah, this is fucking Toifers. Uh, oh. Fucking Toifers. We know a guy. We'll get him another one. Um, But we did play with a couple of box press and worked a few in. But what's cool about this is, yes, it's box pressed. But I wouldn't consider this, I'm smoking a box press cigar because you're, you're smoking a Bellicoso at the top. Great. You know what I mean? Like the box press doesn't start till 
shit, if you leave the widget, the widow's peak on there, it doesn't start till about an inch and a half down. Right. You know, so it's not it's not that weird shape in your mouth. Yeah, and it it doesn't breathe. Well, we'll see right now, right? Because it's a perfecto, but you know, cowboy. I've always we've always talked about. I told you this before too. It's like the thing about box press cigars is. I understand the why they're made that way, the whole idea about what they do, but they smoke themselves. They're just the airflow is too great, and right. they smoke themselves, which I'm not fond of. Bourbon Cowboys doing bourbon things. Well, it's been a while since I think we've had this on. Have you ever had this? I don't know if I've had this one. This is Heaven Hill, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is JTS Brown. We've had it on the show, but I think it's been... Oh, I've actually got a bottle of that at home. I got it from uh, Oliva Joe. Nice. Yeah, it's a bottle and bond, hundred proof. Um, and it's just another fantastic bottle and bond from Heaven Hill. Is it that or JW Dent that Mickey Pegg went nuts for? It's Dent. Dent, JW yeah. Dent and Mickey yeah. Pegg. By the way, they're with McCallum now. Yeah, he's the, he's the lead. Did you hear about that? McAuliffe merged or acquired with, with uh, All Saints. With yep. All Saints, yeah. Yeah, heard about it yeah, yesterday. And, and Mickey, he took, a, it's a big job. He's like the head of something. Whatever. The head of something. Congrats to him. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. We are going to get into the FDA thing. I just want to not touch on it too much because that's all anybody's talking about. But I just want to say we called it the way it went down. We called it. Anyway, just another great bottle and bond by Heaven Hill. And they actually openly discuss it all in the back, which is kind of cool. Anyway. Well, let's cheers that, guys. Can't beat it. It's been a hot minute since we've been together. It has been a hot minute. And now we're going to do it twice in four days. Schneikies, Batman. It is good. Yes, it is. Damn. It's going to go, that's going to go really well with this cigar, too. This is fun. You know, when you think about cigar sizes, let me think this before I say this. And by the way, I always like to give the price point because, you know, a lot of guys are, are women who are listening to the podcast or, um, you know, maybe their pocketbooks are not real fat right now, but this is a $16 bottle. And if I'm not mistaken, it's, well, it may be a $7.50. I thought it was a liter, but I think it's a $7.50. Careful now. There's so much on fire. Whoops. Well, the cigar is not a $16 cigar, so. How much is this? So the uh, Robusto comes in around $21.99. The Toro is $24.99. This is $26.99. It sounds like Instagram. You know when you watch those Instagrams and you have the guy that's like. <laughs> yeah. Laughing in the back. Oh, my God. Well, this is not a $16 cigar. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. I. Might be a sixteen dollar so bottle. Listen, if, you, if you went cheap on the bourbon, you know, maybe you fuck on up on the twenty dollar Cohiba. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Tit or tat, give or get, yeah, give right. or take. <laughs> um, no, it's cool. It's it's not a normal size. Like I guess the one cigar that people would be more familiar with in this in this shape or size. Those are out there. I'm getting to it, Milano. That's right. I think that's it. At least you know market side. That's it. That's true. I don't think there's anything else. That's what I was trying to say is I feel like, you know, people, your relationship to this size is going to be you've smoked Milano. I don't, 
I don't know any cigar smoker. I, I don't care if curly heads or great fucking cigars are your daily cigar. I've never met anyone that hasn't smoked a Leva Milano. Right. It's like someone's always smoked. Someone smoked a Macanudo. Someone smoked shit. Some, if you go back far enough, people smoke Cohiba. You know, Cohiba didn't, you know, Cohiba Connecticut didn't used to be fucking $30. 17, 16. Well, since yeah. the general side has had them, yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's cool. I really like it. So let's catch up with you guys. How was your trip? Well, it was good. I think I lost like four or five pounds. Nice. Because I sweated so much. But finally got me my hat. in the shade. Lost Boys, baby. What is it? Lost Boys. Oh. Yeah. The Lost Virgin Boys. Virgin Island. Keyword. Yeah. And as I've been buying hats down there, I finally noticed after I bought them, I was like, um, he's got different size heads. And I was like, oh, I said, that's a big head. That's going to Mark. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still on the last two buttons. Right? Yeah, well. You know what's really funny? height and there's, you know, well, girth. This, is, this is what I like. See how this hat being trucker and mesh, it's smooth. What I don't like is when I buy those hats that are designed for people with bigger heads that are snapbacks, I put them on, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, they fit. But the mesh, the the, the snapback mesh is all like wavy. It's all yeah. crinkled up. I'm like, okay, now I look like I got old man brain. Like, that thing, you know? I've got one of uh, John Crownheads. It's kind of like the, um, his camouflage one. Mm -hmm. And the mesh comes right to my ear and a little bit of the mesh is like sawing into my ear oh that's the um on crown heads the got the old english like smoke yeah, yeah. um the 2021 the lost calaveras hat they released that's kind yeah. of puffy that mesh sits right in the crack of my ear and just talking like moving your face i'll stop I'm like, okay i can't wear this thing i'm, I'm out. driving my ear I'm crazy out. and if like, you guys ever catch me wearing my hat thing. like these college kids like this you Punch you in the me face. right in the dick. No, shotgun to the dick. Immediately. Cool. If I roll up and I'm like, hey guys, let's go get drinks. Shot like this, shotgun to the dick. Yeah, I, there's a lot of guys that wear their the dick. weird like <laughs> But I have the Lost Boys white one. It's the white and blue. And then um, I've got the one that's a gray and it's got the yellow Lost Boy in the front and it's a got his Virgin Island uh, yeah. start and then the Cotton Republic. They didn't even have those available when I was down there. Well, it was like um, you showed me a couple weeks ago. We were we met up Sunday. We have drinks, listen to some music, get some food. And he, I had one, or uh, why he bought me one of those, um, the hell's the name of that wallet? Damn it. I don't know what, yeah. The wallet I had, but he showed me, he showed me, he's like, hey, they make that wallet. It's the one that's got the money clip and the card slide into it. Okay. Okay. I bought one of those, but it's funny. It's like he says, it's just like his hats. When you go on the website, dude, there's like 30 different color options. They all got lines to them. There was like six or seven that were available. And then you got them, and then when he got down there, there was only a few other ones that were available, you know? So they'd do all their stuff. But yeah, these are the Key West company that he he actually got to meet him and, and got to their shop a couple of years ago, I think. I actually met his partner, I, I believe, and kick me in the ass if I'm wrong. I think his partner's name is Jeff, an older mm -hmm. gentleman. Probably closer to my age. That's who really you said wasn't in town. Guy. Really nice. Um, an older guy that seems young at heart, kind of like me. And um, 
anyway, it was a great concert. Everything went well down there. Um, all the local spots were awesome. General Horseplay, always one of my favorite, man. I mean, that place is... And it's got air conditioning. Yes, it does. So that makes it extra <laughs> special when it's that fucking hot out. I bet that place was swamped. It was. A bunch of giddy girls. i never seen so many girls down there. And I don't know if that was because of the show, uh, but there was just tons of young women down there. Yeah. Very unusual. So how were the, the cigar shops on your way back? I mean, you stopped and got some cool stuff. Like, Well, I got to tell you, I went into... Um, Oh, what's the cigar? Green, Green, Green Street. Street? Yeah. And um, and I'm going to say her name wrong. It begins with an X, like Savannah or whatever her mm-hmm. name was. She was very nice, super cool. Because I told my brother, I said, I've been here two days and I even smoked a damn cigar because it's too hot. Yeah. So we went in there. And can you imagine having a little video of Hodge smoking a, um, I don't remember what I was smoking, and a Pinot. Because it was cold. A Pinot, you a say? A Pinot Noir. Not even wine. a beer? No. You know, wine. I, no. I huh. already had enough, you know. I was like, and I had two bottles, and I'm trying to think. I think I had... So this new um, name is now the Pinot Cowboy. The Pinot Cowboy. That's right. <laughs> a lot of call me the Vodka Cowboy, because every time they see I'm drinking vodka. And you're like, what the fuck, bro? I it's thought the, you were a bourbon it's the funniest, cowboy. It's the funniest question. You introduce him and say, hey, we do the podcast, the bourbon cowboy and the Viking. They're like, okay, get that. Dude, you've had like six vodka clubs. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's my water. <laughs> That's right. That is exactly correct. The vodka is my water leading up to my, yeah. Anyway, it was funny, though, because I think I had uh, probably Olivia V series Maduro Special. Which is one of my favorites. Was she, she had, letting you into the humidor or was she still touching everything? She was with us. Yeah. And then a new rule that just started. No, I, I, because I said to her, I said, listen, because I brought, of course, like 50 cigars. Yeah. Because you can never be caught without good cigars. Yes. So I said, well, typically, tradition, we come into your spot, whatever, and we buy your cigar and whatever you're offering for drinks, we buy it for the boards. But then, you know, the second cigar, if we want, we could light up one of ours, and she just went, no more. I'm like, what? She goes, we don't allow it anymore. We just started this new rule two weeks ago. No outside uh, outside cigars brought into here at all, period. Damn. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. What if I want to buy your cigar but smoke mine? <laughs> Is there a corking fee? More or less, like we not really. You're still buying a cigar from them. I want to smoke. Well, I've already spent twenty five dollars, and you know, I understand what you're saying. I did not ask for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that one. Like, I completely. We've talked about this before. I completely agree with like, all right, dude. If you're walking in here with your own shit every day, that's etiquette, right? Buy some cigars. Yeah, absolutely. It's etiquette. And then if you don't want to necessarily smoke that, and you want to pop yours right now, you bought from us. We appreciate it. Light up. There's also times we've been places where we walk in. It's like, dude, there's like four of those left buy them it's like we'll smoke these when we get home like we brought mm-hmm. our stuff you know, maybe i don't want it maybe you walk in there and it's like you know because how many people buy cigars they can't just drop four or five hundred dollars at a time we can't do that every fucking day so say you walk in and you see a name the cigar you but you find a box of krugers right there's two left you buy them and you're like fucking holding those baby go to grab your own cigar excuse me no wait what like it's not like you're going in buying like an Odyssey bundle cigar and you're yeah. gonna smoke 
you know, a Cohiba. Yeah. Or you go in and pay a dollar for a bottle of water and smoke your own shit. Like, I, that's where it gets weird, you know? Like, if I want to go in and, and buy a $15, $20 stick out of your humidor, but I want to smoke mine because I want to save this one I just bought from you for another time. Anyway, she was all giddy. She just got back from PCA or... Uh, and uh, she was like, mm, yeah, 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 it was so great, Brian. I'm like, well, okay, great. <laughs> so I can't wait to go next year. Because we, we like Las Vegas. I said, well, it's not, I don't think it's in Las Vegas next year. I think it's in New Orleans. It's New Orleans um, next year, right? Nope, still Vegas, but it's going to be in March. The, uh, New Orleans is 25. Yeah, okay. Oh. Yeah, well, March, that just put a <clears throat> March cranker in my cranker because I was <laughs> kind of getting a little pumped up about going down and, and doing it for the first time in New Orleans. Uh, it'd be my first time doing it. That'd be fucking great. That'd be one way to fucking do it right there. We still got to do that. We just and they have a bar down there called the Bourbon Cowboy, which I was looking forward to do a podcast. At. But I'm assuming uh, Rusty's got good information. I haven't looked it up. But... Yeah, they've already they've already booked Vegas for 24. It's March 22nd through the 25th oh, okay. in Vegas. So well, that's not too far off. No. The way the crow flies. No, it actually, I mean, they, and that was one of the things that they. And that's dope because we can make that happen. They're, they're moving, you know, that was one of the big things is they, they moved the show earlier in the year. So. Right, because normally it's in July. Always. It's been, it's for the longest, since it's been in Vegas consistently, it's the week of 4th of July. Or for the for, for a while there, it was the week after, right? Before? Well, it's still the, like the, the weekend after the 4th, the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So. Or it ran, in, it ran into the 4th uh, in 18, didn't it? No. Or in right before? Because the girls flew in to meet me. Maybe it was right before yeah. in, in 18. Yeah. So then you went You you went from there, um, you left the Keys, you went to Naples, or did you go to Sugar Shack first? Well, we Sugar Shack is up in Bonita. So my brother drove down. We flew into Key West. He went there. Took the bird in, sure and um, you know the the funny thing about the keys this time of year, it's like 115 by two o'clock, and that's only in the shade, so it's like 120. It's just roasting you. So we go back to the. It's like all right, it's like Riddick. Everybody start headed. You know we got a golf cart. I'm like, turn this bitch. We're headed to the air conditioning room because the pools aren't chilled. Well, at least the place we're staying. So the water is 90 degrees. It's not even comfortable. No, the ocean water is 100. So we all go in at 2 o'clock, and then we don't come out till dusk. It's like vampires are riddick. Like, you got to get somewhere dark when in, the sun is at its height. Inside partying with the lights off, the shades down. And AC I started print. thinking about it. We made a big deal about it. But listen, how how if you get up in the morning, you hit a little breakfast, a little Bloody Mary, maybe a little breakfast, 9 and 10 o'clock, you know, you get your little afternoon buzz going you're going back anyway Who, who's staying out till one two well we stayed out till three the last night but who does that you don't do it all day you no don't there's take a little a nap. nappy anyway wake so up. it was pretty normal a little snack but i did probably lose two pounds at the concert because that was freaking ah. <laughs> right, but so it was a lot of fun what do we think of the cigar so far well let me just be the first to say the draw is amazing. There you go. Pick up on that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go. What's awesome about it is I mean a perfecto with a big re-square box in the middle. It's 
as weird as this is gonna sound, it's it draws just as easy as any box press, but it's not smoking itself. I don't know if right? I add one that draws this good ever. It's this almost like the, be a it's almost like the smoker. perfecto in kind of it slows the burn down a little mm -hmm. bit. It doesn't you get the you get the advantage of the sixty, but the 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 mouth feel of a typical perfecto. It's got a lot of really cool spice when you retro it too. It's not it's not spicy spice. It's not black spice. You know, it's like uh, like seasoning. Don't ask me what seasoning, but it's like seasoning. It's, it's cool. You know something I've been. I don't know if this is a trick from General, and it started with this fucking cigar right here. <laughs> the Fig Newton thing. Are you picking up fig on this? No, 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 not at all, not at all. But I've been noticing anytime we smoke a General product now, uh, especially like something like this, there's a, it's more attuned to a sweeter spice than I would normally give it credit for. Like I smoked that, um, what did I send you a picture of the other day that I smoked? That Corona, the Weller. Oh yeah, the, the Miami, the Cerium, the Titan, the Bronze. Yeah, the yeah. Cerium. Dude, just fuck, man. It was like honey bread. Like just. But that's I don't also know. that's also been sitting a two hot years. minute. Yeah. So. Two years. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. what did we have out of your locker that you didn't even know how long it's been in there? I fucking... And I was like, I don't even know if I liked this cigar the last time I had it. But now, this shit's really good. We, um... How was that? We were at his house to the Skull Breakers. Oh, from yeah. From Tatuai. I reached... I just pulled the drawer out, and I was like... There was like, there were like 10 of them like this. I was like, ah, oh, just look at those. We get to his house, we open them, and when I... The fucking cellophane was the color of the whiskey, and I'm like, huh... I don't think those are the ones that got to be a mess. I, like, looking when they came out, I'm like, ah, oh, motherfucker, I think these are old. I just had them mixed in with the other shit. I was like, he's like, ah, these I don't remember. This is good. I don't think I like, because he likes bone, oh, I, I fucked the surrogates. He, he likes bone crusher, the skull and crusher, or the one with the bone on right. it. I like skull breaker, so it was funny for us. Like, well, skull breaker's fresh. It's, it's like a, a Neanderthal or a, um, uh, what is that thing LFD does? That nasty little shit, or that just pepper Lajero bomb? That's what Skullbreaker is with connect with Broadleaf on it. And I don't know. It's funny though. We mixed them up, but I just say I find that now in some of these Cohibas. Like I, granted, it's this is really funny. We talk about this. It's like his. I joke with him with Scotch. Like this guy doesn't. There's no such phone, thing. So I'm just as, telling you this shit. I can't. No, I'm not arguing. We're gonna to have to get some more bottles of this guy. Where'd you pick that up at? Oh hell, I think I think I may have got this at. Um, as I pulled away, and he's like, "Dude, you barely gave me anything." <laughs> I think I got this at um, the little place in Collinsville. Oh, uh, anyway, sixteen bucks <laughs> for these head of cases. Rusty said they're still a little swinging there. <laughs> <laughs> give, well, it to, give it to Mark. This is what's funny is I, I give all these bottles to Cass, so I always leave a little share for him because he goes through all my shit and he goes, Oh, this is a great bottle. <laughs> He's like, Oh my God, you left me a nibble in that? That's fantastic. 
a buddy of our pa uh, Paul Casmaticus, and I probably said that wrong, but I just call him Paul Cass. He he, we collect bottles for him, and he makes candles. Oh, the candles lit. Oh yeah, Paul does all those. You've seen him at well, Total Wine. He's yeah. got a shelf. He, oh, he's got a total. He's got a dogwood now too. If that's him, I assume, I assume that's him. I mean, sure um, it, it was so funny. I had I, when I finally met Paul, uh, I had heard about him from the couch for like a year. And then one day he goes, yeah, Paul Casamaticus. There you go. And I was like, is that his nickname? He goes, no, it's really his last name. I'm like, damn, 10 points are the coolest fucking gladiator name you heard in a long right? time. Casamaticus, I said. Except when he's five years old and learning to spell his last name. Right. Failed that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Paul, you know how I take to weird names. I was like, Frey Manthemus is this? <laughs> I'm like, what? Anyway, <laughs> it's like cast them out of the blue. You know, Ahave, Ahave, Tahawahe. You know, Look, the even my brother is like, dude, why can't they make the names a little, you know, like yeah. skull and crossbones, bone crushers? You know, I get it, but what's all this Wahahi? <laughs> this is this is Romy that we're at Stanley's probably three years ago. And we're having a scotch and we're talking to Romy. Where he's like, I've never had it, man. Because like, Romy, I shit you not. This dude, I, it's fucking impressive. He just drinks Miller Lite. Like, just, it's great. I love Every it. Every place I go, and <laughs> he goes, I can't go. There's too many people there. I'm like, well, why can't you go? He goes, bro, I drink beer quick. And I'm like, he goes, and I can't get him fast enough. I go, why don't you just order two? And he's like, it's brilliant. A bucket. So now everywhere we go, he orders two. So this two night. We're talking to him, and I'm just trying to get him to have a bourbon with us. We're like, dude, have a scotch, okay? Matter of fact, they've got Balvini 14-year Caribbean cask. Why don't we get that? We get him poured, okay? Hand him his. We get ours. We turn around to cheers. He's standing here like, what? We're like, you don't shoot it, man. <laughs> He's like, I was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thought it was like a purple hooter. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Uh, you guys didn't so tell me all the rules, funny. what we were supposed to do. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, it was good. Right on, man. Um, so, uh, you guys all know Wreck It Rusty, the world superhero greatest national sales director. Does everybody manager. know why you call him Rocket? Wreck It. Yeah. Wreck It. Rock It. Wreck it, Ralph. Russ, Wreck why, it Ralph. Why does that name? Because I, I always just call him Rusty, but you always call him uh, The podcast Ralph. nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever but seen Wreck It Ralph? Him... Wreck it Ralph. Oh, well, yeah. Probably Wreck not. It. Riley. Wreck it Ralph. It's a little Disney movie that came out. And it's about a, uh, a, a video game characters that come to life. Yeah. And there's this big dude in red uh, in a red t-shirt with suspenders on. And overalls. overalls, and his game is Wreck It Ralph. He just breaks shit. So he sat in the pile and was going, fucking Wreck It Rusty. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've heard the news about the FDA and the premium cigar industry. Yeah, uh, the FDA rulings came down, and um, premium tobacco and its companies are exempt from all the FDA rulings. Well, there you go. So... What this should mean and should be fun is maybe cigar prices won't go up next year. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't even understand how you would even know that. Or say, uh, I, I read it in an article. I read oh, it in an article. Okay, yeah. I have no comment on it. But uh, it was, it's, it's a really big thing. I think it's really cool. I think 
Um, it's right. been well fought for a long time. You know, we talked about it for a while about, you know, way back in the beginning when they were talking about companies that hadn't been around since 2000, that couldn't be grandfathered in, you cannot do any more sizes. Uh, no, it was a predicate date of February of 2007. So, okay, so but yeah. then you also, for every new size or blend you wanted to introduce into the market, it was like five or $10,000 for a investigating fee. None well, of that ever no, came to fruition. More than that? More than that? Yeah, it was like 250000 per size per line. Okay. So if you wanted a four-size line, that's a that's a million bucks. So that's not happening. For, for FDA to test it. But the thing is, they had no way to test. No. You know, they, had, they didn't have the machines to test. Well, they, they, also, to test, they so. also roped it all in. Yeah. Like when you looked at what they were going after, they were going after tobacco. Inside tobacco was pipe tobacco, roll your own tobacco, vapes, um, cigarettes, chewing tobacco, premium cigars, short-filled cigars. They just wrapped the word tobacco into one thing and were trying to kick its ass. And through legislation and PCA, and you know what? Rocky does one thing, right? Always in those suits, fucking talking shit on Capitol Hill, and they worked it all out. So that's great news for the industry. Wow. The downfall, there is still the FDA coming down on, and I know that it's probably not your guys' cup of tea, but the flavored industry is getting screwed over. So the the flavored side, that's... There was going to have to be a victim. Glad it was that one. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. I don't mean that. Right, because... I mean that's a that's a huge chunk of money for a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of sales reps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I get it. I mean, how many sales reps does General employ? Just General or General and Forged? I didn't know anything uh, about Forged. But. So Forged is our sister company that was created back in '21. Yeah. Um, but I think General, we've got 22 that cover the United States, right. basically. Right. Is that the 22. United States and the world, or just the United States? Just the United States. Oh, okay. Somewhere in that general area, 20, And what's 21. Forged? So, Forged, now that STG bought Alec Bradley and that got that got combined in with Forged. Well, plus 101's recent purchase, right? Well, but they didn't have any reps. Oh, that's true. Okay. So, but they, they, they kept all the Alec Bradley reps, um, actually brought some guys out of the office to, like, be reps. So, Kush um, is still on the market? He's Kush, still in the area? No, Kush left Alec Bradley. He's oh. still in the area. Who's he but with? He's Altatus. So is Lars Oh, did he take... He Ro- took Robert's, uh, Robert's okay. position. Is Lars Deaton in your portfolio now? No. So the Alec Bradley portfolio went to the Forge side. So okay, Forge, well, Forged has Partagas, LaGloria, um, Diesel, Boulevard, but not Mundo, Room Lars 101. Deaton. I, I don't know. Well, that's, because that's Lars not, Teton was under the alley. alley I, I know that, but I don't know because yeah. I don't handle anything from that, right. no, from I that get acquisition. You. I get so I, d- I don't know all the all the brands and everything, uh, or the lines, I should say. But, I hear you. Um, how, is, how is that? Is that working well for General? Like, right. has that been a good split? Absolutely. I should have called it split. I mean, a creation? Yeah. Yeah? I think, really, um, and actually I talked about this with one of my shops today because they were kind of asking the same thing. Um, it is because you know before before the the creation of forged you know i had like 11 brands to try to sell into a humidor every time i walk in so you know i sit down hey do you need any macanudo no punch no cohiba no cao no Hoyo, no partigas no you know what i mean right and it's just like all right just down 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 the list well now i can go in and focus on you know the, the four or five major brands um and and it's a lot easier to to keep the the shop owner or the manager's attention to go through what deals we have, like the, the lines, what's new, what's hot right now, 
it's a lot easier when you have you know four or five brains instead of i gotta one. i gotta tell you like i know from this side uh, or from the purchasing side of it that it's i mean uh hodge and i have sat down and we've talked about it, we've we've tried to go through it like when you look at a company as big as STG is and what General was and the whole portfolio was together, right? How many how many times a month now are we seeing like you're you're finding new Viaje every other month or, or something like that, right? Well, That's I'm one just company. catching a one off. Maybe if I'm lucky, I find a five pack on um, Direct Cigars. I think Cigar Direct Direct Cigars or Cigar Guy right. or whatever, and I'll buy five because you can't. We don't have any. Uh, Bahave in St. No. Louis anywhere. I think the nearest VIA dealer is fucking uh, um, uh, Oh, I'm in KC. Yeah, and then the other one is uh, in Indiana. What is that called? The oh, one right across uh, the bridge. Smoker, um, Smoker's Abbey. Does Christian not have any down at Just For Him? I don't know. I, I think he does. Have you been there? Where? Just, just for, for him? him? In Springfield? Springfield, Missouri. Missouri. You know what? I don't think I've ever been in there. I've been in um, uh, Brown Derby's. They've got a humidor there in their big big spot down there. I don't think I've been in that humidor down there. Yeah, Christian's, Christian's I would almost guarantee Christian's got some guy. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe we can make that happen. I, I don't know. I've, I've never, the only time I've spent in Springfield is I've been to the Bass Pro, Springfield Brewing, and then uh, up to Top of the Rock. Yeah. Never stopped well, anything else. Have. They no, the they rock. don't. Cool as uh, fucking. Johnny Morrison's got a lot of shit going, but doesn't he own do better Brown Derby? His it's his wife's. That's family. where it started. No, oh. Brown Derby. What top of the rock? No, no. Uh, uh, what I'm saying is uh, the Brown Derby. Uh, from what I understand, they were selling liquor, or whatever the Brown Derby store, or whatever. And then at some point, um, it, this story's not. You know, I don't, I'm not reading anything, but they started selling like at the liquor store, like some fishing lures or they started selling some extra fishing stuff or whatever. And then it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And oh, that became Bass Pro? Yeah. Or I'm sorry, it didn't, it didn't become, but that's what launched Bass? Yeah. Holy shit. So I, I was, didn't know that Bass Pro was started in You're Missouri. saying you don't think that's true? I, I don't know if that's fully true. From what I was told, working in that area, is Johnny Morris's wife's family owns Brown Derby. Well, that could very well so be true. So it, it possibly could be both stories being true. Yeah. You know? However, it all... I mean, I know that yeah, Johnny Morris started... I didn't started, have a script on how on, Johnny yeah. Morris However, started, it worked out that dude on top of the rock. He's so. like fucking Walt <laughs> Disney of Springfield. <laughs> right. He's digging for, to China, He's Walt bro. Disney for yeah. adults. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The yeah. guy is... And the nicest guy in the world still drives around... Uh, like the top of the rock property and his like 2004 Toyota Tundra that's really oh yeah yeah he drives a beater pickup truck they have the first time I went there I went I went we all went with uh, the cowboy and J9 and we the, the killer fucking room they had they've, they've stayed at it multiple times and then we went out and we got a boat you can rent you can rent a pontoon or, or tritoon or whatever it was out there it was like a what tritoon? 400 is that what it's called I don't know, maybe. What was that boat you drove? Well, that was just a pontoon. Okay, pontoon. What is it, tri-tune? It's is got that three, like three pontoons, three pontoons yeah. under it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that what those... <laughs> Never mind. I Let's like the word tri-tune, though. Um, but we did that, and then we went, we did the Batcave. 
thing, which is fucking super. You do a little golf cart ride and stop at rip. the bar inside. Yeah, there. man, and pay nine dollars for a Corona, but it's worth it. It's cool, whatever. You're on a golf hey, cart. You're in the bat yes, bar, yes, man. you are. You were in the bat bar. Got a T-shirt. Says right? bat bar. And then, uh, then we went and ate, and this is the funny part. We ate at Top of the Rock. Um, watched the bagpipes go off, the the Civil War gun salute. Then we sit down. And we're like, man, we're going to go. He's telling me all about downstairs and the bar and the cigars. We were there right is it after COVID, before COVID, first time. I think it may have been in one of the pauses or whatever. It may have been. We end up getting downstairs. Awesome, cool bar. Humidor's cool as shit. Built into the rock. Not much of nothing in it, but you went on style points. Alone. Well, at the time. Now there's a shop down there that's providing more cigars for him. So, oh, yeah, cool. better selection of cigars um, now. But then we went outside and I stopped and I was like, son of a bitch, I've seen that before. There's the wounded Indian mm-hmm. on his horse. This dude and his farm, two years before we ever went top of the rock. I'm like, dude, that painting is dope. This guy took well, a picture you know, of it with Doss, his phone. You're down there, your alcohol level is is perfect printed it framed it and the sun's coming down and you just start like snap snap with my phone snap 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 and then all of a sudden like man there's a couple of cool ones in here and i'm like i'll just stick that over the mail beautiful but we it's did amazing. that amazing awesome you mean that one that right That's there it. and shit his looks yeah. Ju- yeah i got probably a hundred shots of that yeah man, but he it. but we're, we're sitting at his farm i'm sitting there like we're having a cigar fire's going i'm like dude that painting's dope he's like oh yeah yeah I don't remember what he said to me. It's a photograph. We walk outside his cigar. I got a glass of wine. He's got, I think we were drinking wine because the the bourbon was whatever that night. And I'm like, oh shit. He goes, oh yeah, I took the picture down here. I was like, no shit. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That place is super cool. So much, but I will tell you, I, Johnny Morrison is amazing. He's another Walt Disney. And I just love the way he just goes after it, man. I love it. But, um, you could not find anywhere that I've ever been since. The atmosphere is utterly amazing. But I think the food could be better. And when you get down into the cigar, and because you're, you're at Morrison, you expect the best of everything. Yeah. And I think it was light on the bourbon and light on the cigars for sure. And then I'm like, well, I says, do you, do you want to try one of my cigars? And we, we were all, we, we had a great time with the guy and it was beautiful. But yeah, work in yeah. progress. And the one, that was the one thing that we had also, it's like, dude, you, this is nicer than, I mean, if you, if you had lifted that place up and dropped it on a beach somewhere, just the way it was, those would be 2000 plus dollar rooms a night, anywhere. It'd be booked out three years, but then you get to the food and it's like, it's Applebee's. I think you guys ate at a different part of the restaurant than I oh, Dude, I've been there. I've been cool. going nine years. And <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was that night. I've, I've only been there three times. So I, I don't know. But the one place I never got to ate at is um, it was been under construction. Every time we were there, it's got the big blue marlin on the above the bar. Yeah, that's Arnold Palmer's. Arnold Palmer's. Uh, that's that sailfish he caught, like 1,300 pounds or something. Yeah. And he never gifted it to the the Palmer bar. Well, if you're going to gift a fish, might as well have it be called the Palmer bar. Might as well. Yeah. Gift your fish. Put your fish. Let's put your fish in your basement. It's just my bar. Yeah, Wait a minute. Yeah. You better have an awful <laughs> fucking big basement to put a sailfish in. A 1,300-pound sailfish in it. 
but the place is the place is beautiful i think it's it's one of the easily one of the coolest places i've i've ever stayed at it it's crazy too because it's like oh yeah man it's just four hours up 44. Just take a right and go and then you literally take another right and there you go and now you know his daughter he's helping i'm assuming his daughter down in um real close to springfield there's a mill ozark mill and i've been there like two or three oh, it's times. gorgeous what's it's that amazing and the funny thing is me and janine stopped there because we read about it it's literally and, an old mill right on the right on the river and i'm we're walking around and i'm telling janine it wasn't open at the time and i'm walking around i look at janine i'm like this just smells like morrison because <laughs> everything is done like there's rust like he's got rails going that just fit beautiful in the concrete He's developing this whole backside by the waterway. He's got a church, mm -hmm. a, an old bridge that overwalked to this chapel on the other side. And I'm like, this is just big money. So there's a, the bridge out back of that was actually a bridge that that county was going to tear down because it was basically not not in good enough shape to keep driving over. But oh, it's, like, it's, it's like a historic bridge. Well, they were like, we're just going to tear it down. Johnny Morris was like, yeah, no, you're not. Right. So he bought the bridge from the city. And he basically picked the fucking thing up, moved it over, and set it behind the the mill. It's beautiful. It's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I mean, the concrete work, everything. The landscaping outside, the limestone blocks. I mean, just all the plants have been picked perfectly. Monsters. And I mean, it's just a gorgeous place. And by the way, we were there uh, not too long ago. I would say the last two months, and I had the most amazing. Old fashioned is just an old fashioned. Elevate your smoking ritual with Woodworks Custom Exotic Wood Ashtrays. Crafted to perfection, each ashtray tells a unique story of luxury and sophistication. Experience the artistry of exotic woods tailored to your taste. Discover yours today. Visit woodworks.co or Instagram at woodworks underscore. Anyway, I think that's his daughter's run over there, but amazing. All right. What so, is the, I mean, this is really getting meaty and tasting really good. Uh, so what are the fillers and the whole breakdown of this cigar? It's a really good question. <laughs> like, are we talking Nicaraguan? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what's the wrapper binder? You know. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> right. Um, no, it's uh, Mexican San Andreas on the wrapper. Um, I'm going to double check and look it up because shit I don't honestly remember but I'm almost positive it's um is it a broadleaf binder are you lofting a question right now I think so. yeah, I don't absolutely. know shit fuck anything about this well our podcast I know this we don't look great. up well we do look up stuff during the podcast but we don't preempt because we didn't even know we were going to be smoking this that's right mm -mm. a half an hour ago I had to look to see what I had in the car to, I, mean, I knew uh, that was you and, and I was like you want to do that next well, that's fine Let's do it. The uh, blood oath. Yeah. So while uh, Rusty's looking that up, um, this love monkey, my big brother, the twin over here. Okay. So so I'll, I'll get. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Honduran, Connecticut binder. Honduran Hamastron, Honduran La Entrada, Nicaraguan Condega, and Nicaraguan Esteli filler. So Yamastra, Hamastra. How do you say that one? Yamastra, Hamastra. Hamastron. Hamastron. What is that? It's a hybrid, right? 
Oh, is that a question? I'm asking you, yeah. <laughs> Are we back to this again? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I um, thought that that was... <sighs> I, think it's a, I think it's a strain. Because it's, it's fairly new. It started by new decade, right? It's, it's, I don't recall... Even even when a lot of the, the we've talked about this before the mutt blends right right that used they used to be like a not nice term but I think some great cigars are mutt blends now we've talked about them shit or Cyclops is a mutt blend but um, this is a mutt blend what I mean by that is like when you talk about a dog right you have the most beautiful dog and it's thirty percent this twenty percent that this right. wolf slept with that horse and then that horse birthed that thing and there you go look at this. Asian Connecticut Mastiff you have, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Hamastra and tobacco, it, it's a strain from what? And this is something we'll dive into because I just don't know. And I don't see it. It's not common. You know, I don't I don't see it a lot. Primarily, I've seen it with Honduran tobaccos. Is it a Honduran strain? Well, this one is. You are very prepared. I am. Did my homework. I was not prepared for a follow-up question. <laughs> so I'm going to let the bourbon cowboy and wreck it rusty kind of explain what we're sipping here. But well, Mark, Mark, Mark stole my bottle. Pretty sure you held it behind your back. No, if we go and said, "How much do you love me?" Well, it goes back to May. I was I found this bottle. It's the Blood Oath Pack Nine, and I found it at a liquor store in Kansas City. And I text Mark. And he was like, "Get me a bottle." And I was like, "Well, yeah, but tell, say why? Because what these bottles right now are going for roughly six hundred. What'd you buy it for? One twenty, exactly. Um, I just happened to be that is the story. <laughs> I just bought <laughs> the bourbon. The story that you bought a blood oath for one hundred and twenty-nine. That's the story. Oh, it's only one twenty, not one twenty-nine. Okay, one twenty. Okay, but uh, no, I, I told him I, I sent Mark a picture and I said, "Hey, I picked this up for one twenty. And he's like, get me a bottle. And I was like, well, they scan your ID at the liquor store, so you can only buy one a day. Right. I said, I'll try to go back tomorrow and get another like one. Kentucky. So I couldn't make it back the next day. I went two days later, and they were all sold out. They're mean in Kentucky. So I told Mark he could he could buy my bottle from me. So dope skid. All right. But, well, this is a Blood Oath 9, and I have all of them except <laughs> 9. But... <laughs> Actually, um, I never would have had. So the first blood oath that I had was Pack Five. We had we won a Super Bowl with that. But then when he had his cowboy bar that he's building back out, he's working on it. Remodeled his house. We get down there, we're looking around, and the, the guy's got bur the fucking bourbon that that man has. I'm fairly certain that some distillery owners would be like, "How the hell do you have that many of that thing?" Right. And um, I walk over, I'm like, they're like on the edge of the bar, lined up, you know, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, dude, this is packed one, two, three. Holy shit. And he's, it's, they're still all there. We tasted a little bit of each one. It was, it was super cool. It's one of those like awesome tasting nights. It just, fuck, man. He, and then we had his poor man's pappy. Um, anyway, uh, what is this one finished in? Did you see that? Well, and, and you know me with pronunciation, but it, it is like an Oloroso, Oloroso sherry cask. Yeah, Oloroso sherry cask, and it's the scotchy. I can't remember the other, but this is like ninety-eight point six proof, so it's under a hundred, which 
Are they normally under 100? I, I know. That's what I knew you were going to ask me that, and I don't have a definitive answer about Shit, that. Shit, all the questions I, tonight. Right. I mean, I was so just like. Prepared. Well, none of us prepared, really. Because like, you probably forgot I was going to bring that for you, didn't uh, you? I've, dude, that, <laughs> the day you were like, oh, I can't I mean, get like another Christmas. one, He's got out of my mind. We got. Yeah. Kind and let's not forget, we set, I set the podcast up. I didn't have fucking ashtrays, cutter and lighter. I had to go get glasses. I didn't any of this shit set up. I did light a fire, though. So, you know what? Whatever. That must have been tough. Do you know? Light, I whittled light some sticks up together. Yeah, I was going to say the Duraflame log that's still burning. Right. Hey. And it's going to burn till 2 a.m. Yep. Hey, hey I'm, I'm not hating. No. Well, out here, they're great because it rains. And that's a soupy schmuck of sand. So, it's like, all right, you know what? I'm tired of fire starters. Watch this. Yeah, my Cheap. new uh, little soiree at my house, my remodel, that's all I, I just put for like ambiance, a little Duraflame in there, you know, and light it up and it's all oh, the fire's great. Like I ain't carrying logs and lighter <laughs> fluid in, in the fucking house and shit. All right, well, let's cheers this. This is the first time this first has time been on the podcast. Yeah, Thanks, Rusty. Yeah, you are the man. And let's just say for for every time's sake, this bottle just being opened is gonna taste one way. And then once the air and a couple open and a couple pours, you know, a week or two, it's gonna taste a lot different. But taste that sherry. Yeah, it's very it's oh, definitely. it's it's not scotchy. But this is very Highland Scotchy. This is 18 McAllen Sherry, Oloroso Sherry. Um, I know Pedro Jimenez is used a lot in bourbons. Mm-hmm. Um, in Scotch, you get PX, which is Pack Sherry. Um, I've talked about that before. The ban that happened with because Pack Sherry was actually a wine that they used to coat barrels with or add two barrels, the basil Hayden thing, to give it the color. Um, but yeah, Oloroso is really fun because that brings a lot of Scotch memory back. But it's this is like a perfect like we did Blanton's last week. This is like just a perfect. Yeah, it's so funny because I have it's got those good. Blantons been sitting down there for three years, and I was like, Ah, Mark's coming over. Let's open a Blanton, and I'm just like. It's good. It's solid, but we're you know, spoiled now. <laughs> I know we are, dude. I believe me. I know. We had this conversation. We we did the Stogie like Cinema. Win, it's like White Zinvendel. Oh, that was big for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Boone's Farm. I love it, man. It's, it's like awesome. going from Franzi a box Do wine you drink to drink a lot of Boone's Farm anymore. <laughs> no, really don't. Nope, we don't. Oh man, it's um like we we did the Stogies and Cinema. Um, a couple weeks ago, we were at the Squirt in German, and he he loves. I'm very still very grateful that he got us the bottles and everything, but he loves the special reserve Blantons, Green Label Blantons. This shit's garbage. <laughs> it, it it just and I actually I, maybe I shouldn't say it that way because I feel it's how I feel about the twelve year uh, so expensive as hell. Um, seventeen ninety two, twelve year seventeen ninety two. I don't like it. It's a good bourbon, but what I don't like about it is when you have seventeen ninety two. Like I've had, I think I've had all of them with him. Like I've, I've had, you can get sweet wheat, you can get single barrel, you can get sour mash, and then you can get 1792 small batch. But he's got like a, a port one, a rye, you have a rye? 
Yeah. A rye. Then a high rye, a, a, Those... a high rye, a sweet wheat, a bottle and bond. And believe me, I thought I had them all. And then I go down to uh, Justin's House of Bourbon. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> there's like five more? He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, I wanted to tell you about that. I was in Total Wine the other day. Remember that old soul that I brought back from Justin's House of Bourbon? Yeah. When, whenever I was in Kentucky a couple years ago, and he was like, that's his stuff. They sell it at Total Wine now. There's three different kinds. There's not that one that's got the, the, the uh, shiny blue around the label, but they've got a bourbon, they've got a small batch, and they have a blended whiskey. It's called Old Soul. Hmm. Yeah. And the one the one bourbon that still shocks me is um, Stellum. So, like, you've got Stellum, Stellum Rye. They're 44, 55. And then they had Hunter's Moon. They had that rye that you brought. And then they had another one. And it's, like, 44 to $54. And then it's 99 127 225 What is so strange is... I'm going to Mark's podcast night. I go down to the vault, and what do I pull out? I pull out, um, what the hell did I pull out? An Ezra 7. Oh, yeah. Rye. Oh, Which yeah. is fantastic. Guess who Lux wrote? Right? And what you know what's crazy about Lux Row? So John Rempe, the master distiller. Did that ever take you to Big Chief right across the road? No. Right across the road is Big Chief. He took me there the first time, probably four years ago. That building has been there. Originally, it was a hotel with uh, horse carriage stables and rooms all around it. It was Route 66 at some point, bar. Probably. And Big Chief. Building's been there for over 100 years. Mike Rempe is a general manager and proprietor there. It's John Rempe's brother. <laughs> John Rempe is from Wildwood, Missouri. Wow. And he's the master distiller of it's such Luxra. a small world. Wow. And you know the funny thing about that? <laughs> it was last year. We're like, Pack Day's coming out. Yeah. Well, we know the motherfucker. I go see my, he's like, bitch, please. I'm like, what? He goes, that guy sends me one bottle and I don't even get an allocation for it. <laughs> I get one bottle. <laughs> so you can go over there and like, yeah, we've been drinking on nine and eight. What you guys have a bottle, and of course, he goes, oh yeah, we got bottles, right? Well, when do we get them? Well, in a couple more years. Like, come on. I gotta say, I love this cigar. Look at Mark, like in general product. Well, I gotta say, I thought it had okay. a, sm- a, a slow start. <laughs> it had a slow start, but man. Um, when it got about three inches in, and now... That's what she said. I mean, it's hard to say that there's three inches that are really killing it, but this is three inches. <laughs> it's, it's working. Let's speak for yourself. Well, I'm not talking kill, about myself. I'm talking about... every night. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I like general product. Four of them. Four of them. This, Mortal Coil, Altain de Bronze Weller, and Macnudo Red's not a That's the one I love, the red. Macnudo Red, yeah. That, I remember, I think I was, I remember when we all went to, we ended up at the country club that night, and you had some cigar you were wanting to try with Mark, or whatever, you only had two of them, then you gave me that Macnudo Red, the Weller. And I thought you guys were like fucking with me or something, I'm like, what did they just give me some? And then I was like, I started swinging like, God damn, this is a good fucking cigar. And then I said, I really like it. And you gave me another one. And I was like, God 
damn, this is a good cigar. How much is this cigar? What is it? Forty-five dollars. Oh, you gave it? him. You gave him the. Um, you gave him a Cohiba. It was a Cohiba. The Royale. For sure. The Royale. Yeah, yeah it's the like Royale. Something. Yeah. And I was like, man, I can dig <laughs> these. And he, oh, those were like around thirty-seven dollars. Like, nah. Well, that's much. what I'm getting at. I'm like, I <laughs> really that like. That was a hell of a good cigar. This cigar, and I would buy this cigar in this size. But I'm probably just gonna let you go to the bathroom and open your trunk. <laughs> Yeah, you were like, hey, Rusty and I went up to his there. locker to pick some stuff out. I'm like, what are we going? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, dude. We didn't make it. No, we didn't make it. That place is really cool, though. What, the country I was club? thinking maybe we get lunch there club? Saturday. Listen, I, pound for pound, you talk about atmosphere, the artwork, everything in there. It's, it's kind of a twist between the 50s, you know, you got the beautiful murals of, like, what is it? that mountain from um, Oregon, Mount Hood or some shit or something. Anyway, right. so a mix between 50 style lambs and good food <laughs> and the bar bag, all is fantastic. Another bourbon, their spirit selection is amazing. The food, great. Another Blood Oath story that's fun. One, I'm going to start with, I remember we're leaving and Odd's like, hey, let's go to the country club. I was like, should we go change? <laughs> yeah, here he, he goes, no. I'm like, oh, okay. Remember, we were sitting there at Outlaw I had, we were trying on different whiskeys, and then I ordered the Blood Oath. Trying them on. We were drinking all of them. We were trying okay. a lot of the whiskeys. I thought that. We were drinking, outlaw. We were trying, trying all the whiskeys. You're trying to pick up your lingo, man, because you're Sorry. like, I'm dropping in we Kansas were... City like you're flying in, and now we're yeah. trying some bourbons on. So we're, we're like, drinking all these different bourbons, like Hodge's picking them, I'm seeing some, we're trying these, trying that, and then I see the Blood Oath, and they did two ounces. Um, it was like, $85. I'm like, dude, we got to try it. We, we got to do it, right? So then Kendall comes over and he's talking to us. We're doing this. We're doing that. We get done. We get over to the country club. I'm like, yo, they've got it right there. We got two ounce and a half pours for $27 a piece. I'm you like, know this when place I buy someplace. For, for the life of me, I will never forget... You know, because I'm not a big guy on spending 50, 60 bucks for a pour of something. I, I just can't wrap my head around it. But I get it, you know. Anyway, Mark and I, one of the, maybe the third time we're all down at Stanley's. And Mark's buying some pours. And we are rocking, baby. I'm telling you what. I don't know what this was Stanley Cup, but it was high oh energy. We're all this God. shit. We... Aaron and Linda are down there with us. And at the end of the night, Sophia was probably with us. And I hear this scream because Eric got the yeah. bill. You know how long. And how I will long never Stanley forget is. that. What? You the... spent 500 fucking dollars. I'm like, don't worry about it. At the top, I mean, everybody in the place heard it. We were doing and, and I was like, doubles. Uh oh. <laughs> I was. We're sitting there by the glass. I'm like, yeah, just don't look at her. Just don't look at her. It's fine. Just, look, just her. look away. Oh, Act like you didn't even hear that. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, 18 year McCallan. It's like four of us are doing doubles. I'm like, oh shit. Whoops. That adds up quick. Well, then right. I then I figure out this guy. He's like, this he's got a very impressive Scotch collection, and not a single bottle is less than 170 bucks. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I like Scotch, but it's gonna cost you 60, 70 dollars to drink it at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! No, I love what funny. I was saying is I love this cigar. Um, I see him; I'll definitely Man, buy a couple. Right it's just, it's hard 
even now, as long as we've been doing this, as much as we've smoked our careers, our smoking careers in cigars through the decades, I mean, think about it now. You've easily, I'm three decades. You're three decades. You're four decades. Well, if you include the Swisher Sweet, but I'm not even sure we well, can include that. You were, cold, that you were Cuba in the 90s. In well, alcohol, in tobacco, I don't know. But yeah, I'm probably there may or may not an be an avid smoker for <laughs> right. 12, 13, 14 years, maybe. I don't know. But maybe 20. It's still to this day. I look at a Padron and I'm like, oh, those 92 bows. I get $30 for that. Or I can go back in there and get three $15 cards. Feel really good about it. Great. You know what I mean? I don't know, but these are cool. What's the box count on these? 10. 10? So the Robusto and Torre cool. are 20s. The, this is a 10 count box. $300 for 10 squares. All right. All right, whatever. What's up? It's just money. Smoke two that night. Smoke one the next All day. Right. By the time you get That's done, you're holding you're the box. You open it. You got like two. like 8 o'clock night. Do the midnight shift. <laughs> get help, off work. Help with your cigar collection. Go to cigar shop. <laughs> buy your stuff. Get a job at McDonald's overnight. <laughs> right. I love. So what do we think about the blood oath? I love it, and I gotta tell you, if if it's this good out of the bottle, it's only gonna get better. Um, and and I think that's a true fact that anybody that understands what we've been talking about gets that if it's that good, open and for the first time, it's only gonna get better, which has been our experience with bottles open. And I mean, we've had stuff out of the bottle open and we're like god that's crap three years later we're like oh well i think god. the one that sticks evan in williams. my mind yep evan yeah. williams he he got the evan williams bottle and bond hunter proofs that white white labeled mm -hmm. bottle twist cap he pulled it out we were at his house before he did his remodel we had, he had this barrel outside and put some chairs around it we're sitting out there i think we were just hanging out i think we were podcasting or anything and he pulled it out and poured it and it wasn't like put it back in the glass bag but i was like i don't want any more of that that is, that's terrible. It wasn't as bad as and the it high was West last year. We were doing a podcast at Lit. Uh, was it the night we did the Coy Hill at Jack Daniels? I don't think. So. I don't know. We we were doing something new that that Lit had on the bar, and we get done that he pulls out the white label, and I'm like, oh, dude, don't fight. He goes, no, <laughs> trust me, man. It completely changed my mind about when something's bad. You know, because a lot of, like we've talked about a lot of times, it's like he does it all the time when we get bottles. I've tried to do it too. So I just get too antsy sometimes. But if we're getting ready to open something that's brand new, he'll open it and just let it sit. And then 10, 15 minutes later, we get to it and it's it's great, you know? Like the, the airs hit it. Um, Got it, baby. But that completely changed my mind because you come back to something and it's just phenomenal. But this bad boy is mean, man. Yeah, I, this last, well, whatever, you've already heard, it's just, it's a fucking flavor. So bomb. did you like, did it, did it build big in flavor for you as you smoked through it? Definitely. Yeah, like I said, it was like nothing much going on the first inch and a half, but then once I started passing the middle, I could see it building and building, and um, now it's freaking pretty damn good. I love, there's a lot of smoke on it. I love the body on it. What's pretty, like, if you could talk about how it's tasting, what would you say? God. 
What did you say was in there that um, there's a Dominican? No, there is not. This so is it's all Nicaraguan? No. Um, Honduran Connecticut binder. Yeah, there's something. I told Mark, I said, I wish I could. Um, Honduran sometimes I'm on it. But there is some that I pick up, and maybe it is that Honduran. Um, and then Honduran Lontrada. See, that's, that's something cool to talk about, too. Like, I am not a fan of Honduran tobacco, but when Yusto Yoroa launched Aladino, and those, um, remember that, that little Aladino gave us the Corojo 99, maybe? It's a little Corona. Wow, dude. And Honduran Puro, too. Like, right. holy shit. But, like, in this... You know, we're not master tasters. We don't we don't do that. I mean, but it's got such a spice content to it, but it's not it spicy. It is spicy. It's flavorful. It's like, oh, everyone's gonna hate me when I say this. Everybody loves that chicken ramen, man. I love chicken get, ramen. You get that water right, that noodles fresh. You throw that chicken on top. It's that. No, it's not chicken ramen. I'm not saying that. It's See, that. I don't know why you guys like chicken ramen. I'm a beef ramen guy. I put some of that all that all all general allspice yeah. in there and a lot of it. pepper and I add some of my spices to it. And then you know what I used to do I as let a it kid? Get cool. Don't eat it hot. Let it cool down a bit because that's what all the flavors come Did out of. Did you ever ramen. eat ramen raw? What? I'll blow your fucking mind. Have you ever done it? No. Eating it raw? Okay. Take the bag, open your ramen, put it into a Ziploc bag, add your seasoning, smash it up, shake it up, eat it like chips. It's almost like a pork rind. Uh, a little crunchier. My teachers used to tell me to give me worms, but I never shot out a worm, so. But I will say this, this is a fast smoke. I mean, I think we've been into this. We're an hour in. Yeah. Are we an hour in? An hour five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm having fun, so time flies, but. But when you consider I a 660. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So this, You're oh, right. this is what I wanted to ask you. So. And Russ, I don't know if I told you this. It's smoking like a chimney. I don't know if I told you this, but when the cowboy and I first met, we've done this over and over, it's redundant, but he was a 660 smoker. Uh, like, he actually smoked the only asylum that I ever found tasty. Um, but he smoked the, the uh, Asylum Premium, their Nicaraguan Puro, the 13, whatever it was. He was a 60 smoker, man. And now he bounces around a lot. Have you but had that, that Asylum 660 Premium? No. <laughs> well, it's well, it's the best in the line until I was down there um, at I in the name of this place down in Kansas City at the um, oh what the hell is the really nice area? It's the sporting something sporting Locotoro. No, Locotoro is oh. down in Lower Kansas City, but oh. this is down at the Plaza. Oh, Devils. The sporting. It's the. It's the humidor down at the plaza. Diebels, Sportsman's Gallery. What's it called? Diebels? Yes. Diebels? Diebels? Diebels. Sporting? Diebels Sportsman's Gallery. Wow. That's a lot to say. Anyway, they had this devil pack of like five devils of asylum. Oh, Devil's Night Out. Devil's Night Out. And I bought it and I was like, this is probably going to be some shit. But I bought it. And they were Nicaraguan Puros. And they were fabulous. And then remember we were at Stanley's. And then you like, oh my God, Hodge loves these. And they were crap. They were another one. It was like, they, they did those those five-pack series. 
Devil's Night Out, and then something of something. I got they were the Honduran. Oh, they were. They were the Honduran no. uh, Mexican thirteen. <laughs> no, they were. They Honduran were not Mexican? good. Something. Yeah, they were yeah. not good. Yeah, I that's would have been happy. Well, that fell flat. <laughs> womp, anyway. Womp. Wow. Yeah, this no, this thing is at great. The man. End is. Is this thing on? <laughs> and it is very spicy. <laughs> Which I like spicy. I love it. No. It's actually really cool. No. The blood oath. No. It gives, make, it's making it kind of creamy. Ooh. Or a marshmallowy, I should say. I get that. Unless again, I'm, again, I'm, you guys know this. We're not. We're not do tasting notes and stuff like that right but it, the, the texture but it's you know, got it's, a little float it's got some air into it like when you eat a marshmallow you, you get that air in the marshmallow a little bit kind of airy flighty i'm kind of flighty right now I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. so rusty yep a little general talk before we go to our next cigar how um so i wanted i did want to ask you this and if you can't answer this just shut it down uh, I did see that. I know that General Drew Estate, uh, a couple other companies have been they're the two largest, I believe, had stepped away from the show after the last time IPCPR had the show. No, was that for first PCA? Oh, I, I, yeah. I guess yeah. I guess it should be the. So yeah, 2019. That was the last IPCPR show. Right. right. Okay. I see what you're saying. So yeah. <laughs> Are Drew is General Estate, going back? Drew Estate, Davidoff, Altidus, and General pulled out. Okay. Now. Davidoff and or I know Drew Estate. Altados Altados went Altados went back this year. Are you, is General going back? It, it's hasn't been confirmed. Okay. Um, there's a chance, but I I can't tell you 100. percent It's wild because how long was General hosting the opening parties? Years. Years, right? Years. So cool. Yeah, there. I mean, so STG has gone back the last two years technically because in 21. Or no, 22, when they bought Room 101, they went back with a limited crew, and they were there under the Room 101 banner. Were they there this year? And they went back this year, and they were under the Alec Bradley banner. So Got it. the whole sales team went back this year. So Forged has technically been back the last two years, but General has not been. Got it. Has there, um, I know Laurel left Macanudo and went over to AJ, AJ Fernandez. Yep. Um, Shout and, out to Laurel, love her. Yep, Laurel Tilly. You're the shit. <coughs> Um, you've smoked diesel with me, like the unholy cocktails, the original 09s that AJ did when he did the whole I talked about before the cigars international thing, so on and so forth. Now, I know the brick and mortar side of diesel is in with forged. I've wondered this for a while now. Is there any conversation that you would know of? You might not, seeing as it's forged, but them bringing the entire diesel platform to brick and mortar, or is CI still got a stronghold on original D5 stuff? I think that's probably, I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I mean, kind of the talk when, when we had diesel was, it was always going to stay separate. Okay. Um, because that was kind of AJ's, mm -hmm. that was kind of part of the deal was we could take the diesel, but only the new stuff. Well, that's what's weird though, because those lines blurred a little bit with, so diesel hair of the dog is still done in its Toro Busto and Unholy Cocktail size by AJ for CI, but diesel hair of the dog came to brick and mortar we had a hair of the dog in that in the, in the well yeah before the, the it got split to forge right yeah 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 curious there so when you say went to brick and mortar explain um so, so 
the real, real the differences on so why that is different. AJ's when AJ Fernandez first started, he launched the Diesel line. Um, with without being a hundred percent of particulars, he wasn't large enough to hire sales team and go out and do the brick and mortar thing. He hooked up a deal with Cigars International, and the Diesel line launched through Cigars International. After that, the Man of War stuff came, the 18-somethings came, the uh, uh, a couple other things came. And then I want to say Grind. I think Grind was the first one, the first diesel product that went to brick and mortar, meaning it went into stores, like humidors. You could walk in and buy it without buying it online. And then you started seeing, like now they've got the, the gravies. Uh, they did Hair of the Dog. Disciple, Disciple actually came brick and mortar as well um so what i mean by that is these lines that were specific to cigars international and aj fernandez extensions or portions of this line were came into uh the storefront side you could walk into a, a name your shop and you can now buy diesel diesel you know Got still um, made by aj but yeah pushed through the general at the time now forged doesn't work great in his glasses let's do a round two on that all right want to yeah yeah oh. i i really like this cigar man it's a it's funny the cowboy and i I'll never forget the Red Macanudo. It was funny. It was the uh, Barstool event at Lit two years ago, three years ago? Two. Two years ago. We were making up for the podcast we were supposed to do on St. Patrick's Day in 2020, but that was the day the COVID, COVID. lockdown came the in, in Missouri. And um, we, uh, we did it, and we were talking about what we were going to smoke, and he's like, it was a Macanudo event. And I, I, right down the podcast, I was like, I don't smoke Macanudo. It's bullshit. I, you know what? Look, I respect what anybody wants to smoke. Macanudo doesn't make good cigar. I don't, and he goes, okay, smoke this. And on you can go listen to that podcast. It's actually episode 61, 60 or 61. Okay, you got me. It's good. I was like, oh, you thought that was a great cigar. I'm like, ah, oh, man, fuck that. That's shit. I think but, you actually bought a box at one of my uh, We did. We did. Yeah. We spread it around to all of our fine peoples. We did. We enjoyed it. It was great. Still have a few of them in the box. <laughs> but uh, what is um? Because what what is the name? Riviera, right? Yep, Riviera. Yep. Um, I saw that Sean was in Italy. They did like the, a European. The the Four Seasons opened a Cohiba experience. Yeah, is it in Italy? No. Hit the half wheel. So. I saw it on half wheel. But, Cowboy, if you can remember, what are some of the, since we started with Cohiba, we're going to move on here in just a couple minutes, but what did you, do you remember specifically General Cigars that you've enjoyed? The California Cohiba experience. Well, Santa Barbara, first of all, the um, basins are amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and by the way, I don't know what's going on, but Smoker Friendly hasn't had a basin in their lockers for a long time. Can you talk about that? What? Is there a shortage on basin? Well, it's a, it's a once a year. So I guess I'm just going through the lull 
of the what? basin because it hasn't been there for like four months now, I think. Um, I didn't check it out when I was down there. I, I go to Bonita Smoke Shop, which is fucking huge. It's down in Bonita Springs. And I didn't check to see if they had them. I should have, but I was blown away because they had Tatuaje. They had Illusion. And was this one uh, of the shops? They never have had those in there before. You, can, you tell, can you tell the story about, uh, was it a year or two years ago? Well, I've been going down there probably nine years now. And I always stop at this place. It's like a supermarket. They have these glass doors in like a small, uh, well, nothing small about it. It's big. It's probably 3,000 square foot room. It's other but cigars. And they have like names for every cigar in there. And I was like, you guys got any crown heads, tatuaje, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't have any of that shit. Now it's in there. And I was blown away. The Illusion, the uh, Jave, the Had, tatuaje. They didn't have any crown heads, which is kind of surprising. But I do. Nothing. I love you. Nothing at all. <laughs> you didn't do anything. Okay. Didn't anyway. Anything. They had some stuff down there, man. No crown heads. No crown heads. I've I've come to find out that Not surprising. Have you smoked that lava radio? Was it Bahave? Viaje. Viave. I can't yeah. say you it. Got, no, you got it, bro. There's no second it. V. You got it. Viave, whatever. Hey, it says Tatuai like a motherfucker now. Now, but it took me about two weeks. Anyway. But they had some they had like a blue foil on the illusion. I think it's a Habano. Yeah, how do you feel about how do you feel about the new labels on Illusion? I, I don't know. I mean, okay, I, 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 I got. I bought one because I'm used to the black, which you know the name of it. MJ12. The, okay, yep, but now they've know. got a blue powder blue aluminum foil. This is what I was. So you remember all the times? I think that it's a Habano wrapper. We've smoked cigars together, and they got that little pale, almost like the face monster label. A little pale label. Didn't matter what size yeah. it was. That was all Illusion. Oh. Illusion was always, you know. Old school, much like Tatuai, the old school, you know, small label, not really anything really crazy going on the box. But these new label changes happened. Uh, they're shipping now. How do you feel about the label changes? I, I honestly haven't seen it. Oh. Well, let me see if I but can. But have you heard of the blue foil one, the, I, the Habana one? I don't know what it is. I haven't touched any of the... Uh... So I got one because I, I was like, I ain't going to buy a bunch of these. Look, get a few and... Um, What's kind of funny, they obviously they did have some foundation cigars there, which those are great. Um, and some of the Illusion is got some of that going too. And I bought a few of those and smoked them. I don't know, man. It's just is a it, lot. Is it's it covered fun. in blue foil? Yes. I have yeah. no fucking idea what that is. You know, I've seen red, right? I think red. I've never seen a red one. Well, they, they went from the, you know, illusion. I mean, they still have it going on, but the, you know, Don Gelato was always talking about the aliens and the original documents and the conspiracy theories. And that was always the kind of vibe behind all of it, which was dope, right? I guess he's based out of Vegas and, you know, right, uh, Area 51. And this whole thing, it was always really awesome and cool. And See, there's makes, the, blue, the blue foil right there on the right. I don't know what, that's cool. I don't know what that is. And then I picked up the Is Hoyo, it inside the MJ the line, Excaliburs, uh, The Hoyo, that was done with... Um, Me. Yeah, and AJ. Dion, the no, Hoyo Excalibur. Dion, Dion, Dion blended for uh, the Hoyo Excalibur. 
yeah i bought two of those because i read good things about it so i grabbed two of those the blue foil yeah, like, one this is old illusion packaging yeah yeah i yeah i looked that so up like too. that's old illusion like mm -hmm. 50s mars and attacks then there's the the ave uh collector's edition and then the, oh that's so are these moabs because you had them the before crossbones oh. and they had those and they had the peppers and all kinds of shit. But I was like, okay, just grab some stuff that I haven't really seen before. And um, but how are those Hoyo Excaliburs? I think they're pretty good. Um, so it, it wasn't the the hottest limited edition we ever did. Um, you know, the hard part with that was obviously the. I think the price point kind of hurt that cigar a little it's bit. Like a what? A twenty, twenty-two. About twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, you know for. For an Excalibur that's a little on the high end, I think that kind of wasn't helping us out, but it's a great cigar. Dion did an amazing job. I honestly was hoping that we got a little more Illusione like kind of profile to it, but he truly wanted to kind of stick to the to the old school uh, Hoyo kind of blend. So I can understand it, but I was, I, you know, when you smoke something or you buy something expecting one thing and you smoke it or drink it in this case sometimes too you just kind of get something different not that it was bad it was just it wasn't what you had in your mind well and i think you know i think that might be a crazy kind of a marketing mishap right because i shouldn't say no, mishap's not the word right you throw a you throw illusion on excalibur right and 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 my experience i think it's the same one that he smoked we never smoked them together he smoked them years ago i smoked it years ago but the excalibur number twos were the Cameroon, right? Well, they have, an, they have a Cameroon. So the yeah. number two is just the size. I know I know that. But yeah. Excalibur, I believe they right. came to the chest. Right. It looked great. I always thought that was a great cigar. But then you throw Illusion to it, and it's like you start guessing yourself you're Illusion, so you're like, oh, shit. This original documents, is it forbidden? Is, it, right. is this going to be a, an 8.8? Is it going to be an MJ-12? Uh, is it going to be a Halton? highest like what's it gonna be and you know i mean the size is super cool it's a churchill right 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 i mean it's king of sizes but well i know back in uh when i lived in hiawatha i had a buddy behind me and we would buy a box and share it we were doing the punch robustos i don't know if they came in a box short robustos of maybe 20 and we would split them. I thought they were really good at the time. And I was smoking some Excaliburs. I don't remember what size or whatever, but they were probably like Excalibur Toros or something like that. And I thought they were pretty damn good. All right, before we yeah. grab our next cigar, overall thoughts on the Riviera? Loved it. Like I said, it start, did. am I the only guy that started off kind of weak, but then it just built no, and built? And, and I, built. I, I was thinking about that. Am you I know, the only guy that... No, not, not at all. Not at oh, all. I'm, a, I'm agreeing, but I'm, what I'm talking about is like because it's got that tapered figurado, I feel like you get it lit, you start to taste it, then it builds. Once it hits that 60, yeah. there's no shortage of tobacco in that cigar. There ain't no short-filled bullshit in that. The flavor just literally opened. Boom. I know you're going to hate this too because when I say this is because it kind of reminds me of the Miami 15 anniversary because it was the cigar build is very similar and like it starts out and then all of a sudden you get over that end about an inch or so in and then whoa what the fuck's going on and 
very light. The cigar is very light, right? It's not like your um, really tight pack, toothy, whatever. It's very light. But just once you start getting into the meat of it, there's just a lot of spiciness and good stuff. I loved it. It's a great yeah. cigar. I did. Uh, Is that fair? We're gonna, I mean, very fair. I okay. love that. I, we're going to get more. I just got to choke down that 26 dollars price point. Well, it wasn't a box uh, of these. You, know, just, right. <laughs> you guys are like, where's Hodge going? And I mean, and there's like eight left in there. And they're like, well, let's go get some more. I'm like, I'm sorry, I got them all. Uh, yeah, it was the, probably the funniest, one of the funniest cigar purchases we've ever been together with is we were at, this is 2000, this shit, there was just 19, maybe 20 at lit, and the Miami 15 Habanos had released, they came out, um, Tatuai, and he was like, dude, have you had these? And I was like, oh man, Pete gave me one of the Solomons at the show, and I smoked it, I'm like, it's a great cigar, it was just too much, you know, like real saw, man, it was way too much, I'm like, eh, whatever, he goes, alright, well, he smoked it, he's like, I love that, he buys the box, <laughs> okay, he gives me one, I'm like, holy shit, I'm an idiot, these are great, we go up, we order four from Brian, and I'm come to find out the, the next week, Pete puts, he's like, oh, we didn't have enough of it, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. <laughs> Still never seen them. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but what in KC says, oh, yeah, we still got them. Wow. I'm like, what are you talking about? KC's also like, we're doing the podcast. Like, well, hey, man, we're doing the new Cabaguan in the size. Oh, he okay. goes, yeah, I've got a Cabaguan for like 2012. I'm like, oh, oh, I mean, I get it. It's cool. Well, okay, um, I guess you're. Hand me, hand me that box. All right, so I pulled these out the other day. I wanted to smoke these with the boys tonight. These are really fun. You're allowed to cross blend. Sure. Manipulate, right? Yeah, I, don't want to, I don't want to get you fired for being the super stellar, awesome world. Yeah, we'd be in trouble. Managing partner. Uh, <laughs> we'd be fired as fuck. It's after hours. I'm too off the clock. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> they work you like a motherfucker, right? <laughs> in another hour, it's really off the hour. Um, so these are the La Duenas. Um, this is actually a really, really, it's a great cigar. Um, this box stamp is new. This is the 2023 box. Uh, March of 23. Um, this cigar is actually is made by my father's cigars by Pepin Garcia. This is his granddaughter's or his daughter's cigar blended by Pete Johnson of Tatuaje. Um, so we'll go there. We'll start All there. Right. Sounds good. Yeah, a lot of packaging to get through. Yeah, you know. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I got one. Take one with you. All right. Oh, food is no chicken. But whatever that. Means. I feel like you have to say something. I don't even know what the hell that means. <laughs> is that a thank you? I hope so. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Good to know you. I don't know. Is it bad that I figured out how to say help in sign language by watching Law and Order? Oh my God. The true story. Huh. Yeah. So, we're gonna fire these guys up uh, and check out this from Stone Tribe real quick. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song Island Time and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. Twenty five percent of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe. Yeah, anyway, so we're firing up uh, the, the Duenas. Um, I really like this. These are the number five 
I think. Five or three. Um, it's close. To, it's a true Robusto, I'd say, man. I mean, it's... Yeah. Five by 50. Five by 50. Um, it's got a great... I really, really like silhouette labels. And it's interesting because for Tatuaje and... Well, okay, this is not a Tatuaje cigar. Pete Johnson blended it. It is a Pepin cigar, but... For Pete Johnson to blend something, this label's got so much color to it. But for being My Father's Cigars, this is one of the more bland labels from My Father. Yeah. Do you say it's bland? What in comparison the to Lafuerta and My My Father Number Fours, and it's yeah. more uh, traditional per se. Right. You know, I love the silhouette. You know, it's it's. It, it's obviously, I guess we're going to assume it's his daughter. It's a female. But you can tell it's got a ponytail, right? Doesn't look yeah, like guys used to wear ponytails. <laughs> well, it's a white <laughs> scrotum. I don't know what are you talking about. Yanni doesn't look like a scrotum. I'm, the flame. <laughs> he said it, not me. No, I, you I, said I, it. I didn't say shit. I, I said it, it's, it's Yanni. Wait, wait, you said it's a scrotum. Yanni, scrotum? But this will be fun because I'm curious to hear what you say about it, Cowboy, because I don't think it's... What's unique about it to me is it doesn't really smoke like anything Tatawai has. And it's very different from what I think you normally find in My Father. Like the closest thing I can think of are the baby JJs that we've never smoked because I can't stand them. I, I think they're garbage. Not, again, sorry, they're not garbage. I, they're just not. They're too mild. I don't. I don't. I don't like them. I don't think they offer much of, of any bang for for what you're playing with. You know. Let's talk about this weekend. What do we got coming up? Oh. Um, it's going to be hot as fuck. Well, I just left the Keys at 100 and... Jesus, 115. It was crazy. And then um, this weekend, me and the Viking are taking the gals up to sea at Arrowhead Stadium on nothing but a concrete pad. Uh, we're going to go see Billy Joel... 98 degrees, and baby. Stevie Nicks. Great, man. And it's going to be hot. And I mean, on both ends. Dude, have you seen the set list for that show? Let me tell you something. Now, we're not getting there at 4.30. Gates open at 4.30. Stevie Nicks is playing a 22-song set. Billy Joel is singing two songs with her. Then Billy Joel is playing a 26-song set. This show <laughs> runtime is 6 to 11 p.m. Damn. Well, I can honestly tell you, I don't think we'll be there for all of that, but we'll see. It's that I'm owed a Billy Joel show, so I'm going to get my Billy Joel, all right? He's opening with my life. Set list is online. You can leave the whole thing. But uh, now, I, what I think is going to be interesting to see how they set this stage up, because my son just went to Ed Sheridan, and... Um, the stage was unbelievable. It was in the middle, it was round, and they had these big arms with huge screens um, in every direction out of the middle. 
So even though you couldn't like, even if you're in the cheap seats, um, they had these huge screens that went out and you could see him. Um, so I'm hoping. So this is the, the setup. There's the stage. Yeah. We're right here. Oh my God. I There's mean, a stage. We're right here at 116. Dang. Yeah. That's how T-Swift had her stage set up. Dude. Okay. Swifter? We haven't gotten into our movie stuff yet. So I have to ask, has anybody seen the Barbie movie? The what? Barbie movie. No, I have not. Hell no. I haven't either. Oppenheimer movie? I've seen the progressive I haven't been in movies in a while. In front of the Barbie house. <laughs> That's as far as you're going to see me go with the Barbie oh, gig. Oh, shit. I, I've not I seen know. Oppenheimer yet either. I have heard it's... Oppenheimer. A, Oppenheimer is? He, de, he developed, he developed the, the atomic bomb. bomb. Yeah, yeah, I live kind of out by there. Yeah, good point. He, uh, they're doing a movie, and it's apparently what I've heard is they said it's three hours long, but they said you never... Actually, everyone has said it's not Avatar 2. You don't get bored. Um, but they said the most fascinating thing about the movie is they're like, the bomb is the 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 background it's it's actually about his mental development designing the bomb watching what happened in japan his feelings after the bomb then the progression of the bomb then the world that he saw it at the end of his life there's less sex scenes too so it's like an old hbo classic beautiful ah, sign me up now we're buying tickets. Now we're right. a little sex the thing I wanted to say about Barbie is Barbie is on track worldwide by the end of the month to make a billion dollars in right. theater sales. Because all the Swifters are going to go there to see watch Barbie. Apparently she had a good show, dude. Well, because listen, I'm a here's, the genius about, here's the genius about Barbie. You got a chick flick that you put out there. Now, guess what all the girls are doing? They're all getting together, having cocktail hours, all dressing in their hot pinks, and they're going and seeing Barbie. Hey, man, this isn't Mingo. That's okay. why Barbie is so popular. But I also wanted to ask this question. They I know brought back the bourbon industry, the girls. Uh, yes, they did. So Ladies I mean, for the win. you got to check the girls out. I want to ask this. I I know the, the youngest child that I know that's a female in my life doesn't play with Barbies. Okay, but when I remember when I was younger, all the girls played with Barbies. Yeah. Right? I'm in my mid-30s. When, do you guys know any younger girls in the family that are at that age yet that maybe would play with Barbies? No. No. Because my question is, are they? No. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't heard until, and to be quite honest, the only reason I heard about the Barbie movie is Margot Robbie was playing Barbie. So, I'm looking for like a Wolf of Wall Street Margot Robbie, and I don't think I'm getting that. I'm getting like a cleaned up and who's Harley Quinn, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, isn't he in all of these little fantasies? He was in the Notebook. No, but he did some dance movie that was like. Oh, the yeah, he did. But it, it it's kind of like the Barbie movie. There's a lot of uh, like animation oh, behind wasn't it. Oh, in that movie. And he was a dance guy, and it was kind of a real kind of chick flick. I want to apologize to the podcast because we are doing a whole lot of phone searching. We don't normally do any of that, but. It's, well, none of us are prepared. What true. Speaking of Barbie, do you know why there was never a pregnant Barbie? I can't wait for this. Why? Ken came in a different box. <laughs> I like it. La La Land. That's yeah, what it was. that's La the name of that movie. La La Land. And it was kind of on the same lines as this Barbie. He thing. was also in Blade Runner 2042. And yeah, he had like, what, that, 20 lines? I don't care. It was great. 
He was a hitman in a movie too. Uh, what was that? Drive? I've seen him drive? in a lot of movies and he doesn't say hardly anything. Drive. <laughs> yeah. IMDb. Yeah. Gotta love it. So, I want to talk about shows because we do, uh, this is where I'll drop the line in. Stogies in Cinema, we do it once a month. Stogies in Cinema is happening live on our Patreon next Saturday, the 26th. Uh, time will come out, probably going to be around, I don't know, we'll figure that out. Two or three. Two or three. Um, right now, it's between Bone Tomahawk, The Descent, and I can't forget, remember what fucking movie I put up. That's great. Yeah, it's only three. The descent is currently running. The other day. And I was just saying, oh, the ruins. Myself, oh my God, that'd have been a good one at the pool vote? to see Jaws because that was fantastic. That'd be great. Oh, the Meg. The Meg. Oh, Actually, no. there, was a, there was a news art, a news story today on, on Fox News this morning. I was watching it getting ready. Do you know the scary? There was a survey done. The scariest shark movie that's been made? Jaws. No. What? Open water. Oh, that's what Blake Lively. Because it was based on a true story. The divers they went down diving and they came back up and their boat was gone, and they spent like like a week at sea, and they never found the bodies, but they, yeah, they well, found the gear. I think I saw yeah. that. I, I don't, I don't know. And it so, was the whole movie was made with a hundred and twenty thousand dollar budget. Well, yeah, they, they used real sharks. Yeah, like because they were like, we don't want to spend the money on CGI. Um, you were in Key West this week, and a, an article came up, and they, they put a, a brand new like thing on uh, Discovery about it. Apparently, there's um, you know hammerhead sharks. There's a extremely endangered that what they thought was extinct uh, species of hammerhead. They call it the great hammerhead. They're 19, 20, 21 feet long, 2,000 pound hammerhead. They're hammers, or two, three feet wide. I know what a hammerhead is. They are mating under the Seven Mile Bridge. Wow. On your way to Key West. When you stop at... Uh, so no jumping off the bridge. Ooh, dude. That's They crazy. were showing pictures. They got a tracker into one, and they've got an image of it. That's fun. crazy. It, the damn thing just looks scary. Um, I'll show you a minute. But what, what are you watching on TV right now? We do this. We have TV hour. Yeah, I finished the quarterback, by the way. Great show. It was. It was yeah. a good, great, great show. show. Well, I just to jump on that, I think what, like, because we've all seen Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Hard Knocks really kind of focused it on the grind of kind of these guys that come into camp and what it's like. But the quarterback thing really give you a backstop on the life of a quarterback uh, from Mariota to um, the, Kirk, Mahomes, Cousins. Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins, uh, and then Mahomes, and the the thing about Mahomes, which I I I was amazed, is that you got to see the backstory of his wife and his family and what's going on. But uh, his training, that's crazy. I'm saying his training and the, some of the like we've all been in weight rooms, right? All of us have been weightlifters. And you get, so He's you guys new. are still are, are weightlifting. He's new. But I'm just saying the stuff that they're using for him, like that heavy swing thing that he was using. Isn't that thing cool? I mean, some of his shit that he is training to do, I think it's like top shelf. I don't think a lot of quarterbacks are doing what he's doing. It's like Warner. Nobody could figure out Warner because 
he made his hay in uh, the um, arena football. So he'd have to get rid of the, court, the the football so quick. And he would lead his receivers. He had to. And after they saw that, well, come on, let's, I mean, the Rams, and then with the offense, you know, offensive coordinator and the offense that they had in the, and the guys, it, it just was unstoppable. Um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. I, I just think his training and his commitment to that team, I mean, he's a one of a kind. I mean, I don't think there's any other way to put it. So the, But it gave a lot of background into that right. to see it for the first so time. So a couple things on that. One, the the place where Mahomes trains in Kansas City, it's called Home Field, right? It's actually where my, my strongman competition is being held next weekend. Fuck yeah, it's in dude. the same building that, that Mahomes was there. When's your comp, Sunday? Next not the 26th. Oh. Is my cup. Um, and the first time I went there to meet with the guy to look at the space that I'm running, I missed Mahomes filming with Netflix by five minutes. Oh, wow. Man. Six minutes. He was there to do some of the filming, and, and I literally just missed him. Um, so my take on the on, on quarterbacks, it I loved it for the fact that you got to see the kind of behind the scenes of the quarterback itself, right? It's so crazy to look at the different dynamics that after the end of the game when Kirk Cousins goes home he's giving his sons a bath putting them to bed singing them songs saying prayers and then they cut over to Mahomes he gets home from a game and there's 30 people in his house you know what I mean well, it's like Mahomes Cousins and yeah I know but but it's yeah. like you think about it when you get home from work do you want 30 people in your house to talk about what you did all day at work no well, I don't think it was after every game but every game was, every game every really? home game there was 10 12 well, people you, you got a thing with Mahomes I mean they I think they did a really good job in quarterback not showing the uh, Brittany and then you know his brother and the entourage oh yeah his brother's completely his brother. out yeah. he was um, in there though a couple but, times but was, you saw him but you didn't see right. the entourage like his brother well, he's in a world of shit. That's why. I don't. Well, regardless of that, I don't hold anything against the kid. I mean, his his brother is his brother's going down as one of the greatest athletes of all time. There's no argument about that. Being Mahomes, Patrick. Well, he's got a lot of fucking but, shit ahead of him. But, know, but you know, he he lives in the success of his brother. You know, which is. And his brother's success su- succeeding on the highest pinnacle God, of sports. Who wouldn't? I mean, you you'd know, have to. You know, you he's ca- young. It, whatever. He's proud, happy. I mean, oh, you yeah. know. But and then his wife. I don't know that, that many people. It wasn't really talked about. But his wife is an amazing athlete in her own right. I mean, she's dude, a hell of a soccer player. I need somebody. I was. I, mean, I was telling. And it wasn't talked about at all. Which obviously, because she, it's not about her. It's about but him. We, we talked about Yo, Yo Gimbo. She was a hell of a soccer Yo, player. Jim, Jim Grimm. Grimmy Jim, Jim Grim, Jim Grimmer, the fucking the chef of the ta- the tailgate, um, you know, like Brittany Mahomes is Brittany, right? Yeah. Okay, thank you. She she was a collegiate all star, turned down playing world soccer. Then she launched this. She did this like I don't know if it's beach body something like that. She had she amassed this huge following on these organic workouts and these from homes that you could do and this and that and she, she's not just the that quote trophy or prize wife of a Super Bowl quarterback that that girl 
that woman could fully, I believe this, they could separate tomorrow. She's got businesses out the fucking yang, man. She is an accomplished businesswoman mm -hmm. and a athlete. With Part two owner kids. of the Casey Current, the women's exactly. team. Exactly. I was going to know what that was. Bring that up. You know, and what's funny is uh, um, I'm sure she knows Shea Groom, which is my quarterback when I went to William Jewell. Um, his daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why I started saying Groom. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Shea Groom. She's with Houston Dash. She tore her, her ACL, but she's doing really good. She She's one of the top soccer players in the, in the world, but. She, um, what I thought was interesting is I just watched that Netflix with um, uh, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, and he just got inducted into Texas A&M uh, Hall of Fame, and I just talked to Groom the other day, and they thought she was going in, his daughter, with him, but they stepped it back a year, and she's going in this year. They're going down in mid-September for her awesome. to get her Hall of Fame status. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's, awesome. Awesome. that's awesome. I mean, that's the equivalent of like what she won that year, all SEC. She won everything as a soccer player. So she's a kudos to you, Grim, your, your gal, and both of his, uh, his, and just a little tidbit about his two girls. One of them is, I think she's won, both of them have been on ESPN Athletes of the Week his other girl um, plays international Frisbee football. And she's been like the Heisman Trophy winner of Frisbee football. She's won, I don't know how many national championships with her team. I mean, it's an amazing couple of girls. Anyway, get That's better, awesome. Groom. <laughs> he's been, he's got COVID. Oh, and I called okay. him the other That's day, right, he yeah. goes, I go, what's up, bro? He goes, I got COVID. I'm, I'm like, parent, who the right? hell gets COVID anymore? Yeah. He goes, I know, but I got it. Sir, you have a summer cold. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then I talked to him. I go, I haven't talked to you in like three months with that weed tax, but talked to him. And then he texts me that night. I'm watching this movie, which I'll tell you the movie I was watching. It was really good. Um, he goes, uh, after I talked to you, brief shower, brief sandwich, passed out in the bathroom, uh, ambulance ride to the hospital. I'm going to be all night. Observation. He's back at home. He's all fine. But I'm just like, what the fuck? Anyway, um, speaking of a new movie that I just watched, I don't know the particulars, but it's called Wild River. It was good. You've and seen it? It wasn't good. I didn't like it. I thought it was stupid. Yeah. Worst acting I've ever seen in my life. It's terrible. Why did the two girls not jump the guy with the gun? And then, first of all, you run out of ammunition and suddenly you fucking of all, they're ass. scared shitless. Haven't seen it. Anyway, I thought it was good. Um, <laughs> the ending got a little wild because this guy, first of all, how does two kayakers show up at the primo time on a river right. and he gets a kayak to go after him? And but then either way, I thought it was They become good. the best whitewater rafters in right. the world. Well, they, they the couldn't even stay in the coast, boat, most of them, know. so whatever. I don't know, man. But was, I'm glad you saw it, though, because I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it was entertaining. I like adventure movies. Yeah. There's not a lot of them out. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. I watched uh, The Blackening the other day, which is a great... It is a uh, all... Well, and everybody all. is watching our show going, is this show about bourbon and cigars? <laughs> yeah, we're going to get back to that in just a second. Really? The Blackening is funnier than shit. It's a slasher movie, but it's an all-black cast, except for the two bad guys. The third bad guy's black, but two guys are some racist white twins, which I found really funny. But it's a... It's a 
mockery movie of a slasher with the way you would think the black actors in scary movie would react but the whole cast is there it, it's it's the the little puns the little uh the segues the the jokes it, it's just it's a really funny slasher movie if you want to see it it's it's good uh i watched nefarious too which has um the dude from boondock saints in it uh i don't remember his name the dude from boondock saints There's the one couple. of the brother one of the brothers not the guy from walking dead the other oh, one the other guy okay um it's actually it's a pretty trippy movie it's a mind fuck but uh yeah so what do we think of the cigar we're gonna wrap the podcast up here in about 10 minutes and then we'll kick it but what do you think of it very light yes that's very light i mean for a for a papine slash tatuaje-esque there is none of that nicaraguan spice right no it's more uh it's more of that uh floral ridden thing for me but it's It's like when you retrohale it's a nice mild retro hair. You don't get the nose hairs fluttering in your <laughs> nose, right? You don't get that heavy spice up through the hairs of your nostrils. I know, but it's a good cigar though. I like it. And the label's not turning me off too much. Looks like your girl. She's kind of bent over like your girl. I've been trying to recreate. Remember when we were at Crown Heads, that picture that John's got on the wall for that cowboy retrohaling? I've been trying to get that picture for years now, and I can't get it. Are you talking about where he's got the two things of smoke yeah. coming out of his nose? Like on the video, I can do it. But I wow. can't Can't get the, the thing. Does but it burn? I've never tried it. This does not. This not. I know all. what you're talking yeah. about. I can't even remember the name of that artist who does it. Do you know him? No, sir. Okay, well, no, let's sir. find yeah, that I'm out. I'm out on that. I've, I would text John right now, but he... It's got to be somebody good, because it's right in the same room with Johnny Can. So... Yes, it is. And I'm pretty familiar with blues, guys. Um, I don't know. We'll have to delude into that. But, no... It's a good cigar, but it's just a, a mild giddy up down the road kind of cigar, I think. I, I do. I think it's a I think it's it's kinda like we talked about the how Blanton's is, right? You're outside on a hot day. It's a great bourbon you can have as long as the, the bottle's room temperature. You can have a bourbon, it's not too strong, it's not you know I, vintage in there. I feel like when vintage. you do a high proof bourbon in the when it's hot outside, it just it just burns. It's just hot. It's 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 weird, but this is that kind of cigar that if you're not looking for, you don't want to smoke big, but you don't want to smoke little Connecticut, smoke this. You can, the body's there. You know, it's got good density to it, but it's overall, I find it very more more botanical and floral than than anything else. Ooh. You want to pour us a bye bye pour? I'm gonna cut the podcast off. Okay. Well. So we are this weekend, while the Bourbon Cowboy grabs his selection here, this weekend, as he said, we're headed up to see, is that that bottle? Well, this is what's really crazy, is we went from Luxro to Luxro again, and this is Old Ezra 7, and this is a rye version of the regular Old Ezra 7, um, and this is not around a lot, which is kind of surprising to me, which 
it is what it isn't. These are kind of hard to find. And um, I think Old Ezra 7, when it first came out, it was around $40. And now these son of a bitches, of course, are up to like 70, 80 bucks a bottle. And this one's kind of hard to find, but it's delicious. I, there's really, to be quite honest, not a lot of product that I have seen put out by Lux Row. Um, the only thing I would say is if you go to Lux Row in Bardstown, they're on a, um, Lux Row has been built on a peacock farm. That's would, the distillery. Yeah. Lux, I would okay. like yeah. to see some peacock feathers available. Didn't you try to get a feather? <laughs> What's funny is down in St. James, I go up there to uh, Spuds and there's an egg guy there who has fresh eggs every time I go up there. And every time I bite some fresh farm eggs from me, he gives me a peacock feather. He goes, oh yeah, bro, hey, I got a bunch of peacocks too. And I always like to hand out my peacock feathers. I got them at the farm on uh, my yep. picture. Yeah, you do. What would be cooler is to have a big bucket of peacock farms for your customers for coming in buying uh, Luxro products. And a feather. Because yeah. it's a, it's, they literally built it on a peacock farm. Who the hell is a peacock farm down in Kentucky? Uh, I thought that was land of the horses, not peacocks. Well, they can have peacock races too. Yeah, whatever. Or peacock attacks. All right, so, but I don't know if many people know that, so it is a little tidbit. That's what you get on this channel. Cheers up for the last time on the podcast. Great to do this again, guys. Everything's like candy tonight. So this weekend, um, we'll get some video up for the Patreon. We'll definitely post some Instagram stuff, but we are headed out to Kansas City. As the Cowboys said, we've got Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel. Uh, we are going to meet up with Wreck-It Rusty at Outlaw. To, what, what is what does he call the brewery? Outlaw Brewery. Outlaw Brewery. Okay, Outlaw Brewery, because there's still north and south still there? Yep. Okay. So Outlaw Brewery, we're going to meet up up there. We'll spend a few hours up there pre-gaming for the show. Um, getting drinks at a fair cost before we pay Billy Joel's cost for a beer. God forbid what a cocktail's got to cost, but uh, very excited about that. So we'll do a humidor tour. Kendall's going to be there. We'll say hi to him. We'll get a picture with him. I texted him today. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. So right. look forward to that. We'll do that. We're going to get some lunch somewhere. Then we're going to meet up with Wreck It Rusty and maybe old uh, Colleen. She's got a work event Saturday from 9 to 5, so most likely no. So, it's like one of the six times a year she has to work on a Saturday now. So. Okay. Well, how long does she have to work? 9 to 5. 9 to 5. Ah, probably not then. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, you let her know that we love her, and we'll send her some really cool pictures, because Colleen, is um, she fits right in with, with J9, Wahine, and everybody else. She She blends with this group better than most other people do and i mean that from the bottom of my heart i mean she yeah i can't wait you for our next are, dinner at uh where the hell did we have dinner majestic majestic yeah, yeah. i want to plan that flying around that table oh dude everywhere i want to because we couldn't go upstairs that night remember right. oh, of course we could i want to plan that where before i want to go there like i'm a long eater we know i want to get there like four a log eater. What I'm saying is that because I want to go downstairs, hear some piano action go off. We should go to the Green Lady Lounge. Yes. Somebody will tell me about that. As well, we because so before we get into this, yeah, I do have to cut this off. Whole, I got to cut that's this off. That's an awesome room, the Green. So, Lady. 
from the Viking Mahalo, guys. Thank you so much. We will post everything. You guys will see all of that. We'll be back next week. Um, podcast to be determined where we're going to be at. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash craftimpuro. It's $3 a month. That's where you're going to find the videos, the articles, the reviews, Stogie's the Cinema once a month, all the other silly shit that we like to post and play around with just for you guys. Uh, from myself, again, thank you so much. Um, we do want to throw out one thing I didn't talk about. We do want to send out prayers or whatever you believe in for the island of Maui and the state of Hawaii. Absolutely. Um, Lahaina was completely destroyed by fires that were ignited and focused and burned based on the hurricane that came up on the southern side of the island. Uh, 60 plus mile an hour winds that completely destroyed Lahaina. Uh, in all the years that I spent in Hawaii, I got to spend seven days in Lahaina a year ago. And it was to the point of the fact that I was looking to do something in Lahaina personally in my later years of life. Um, some of the best places I've ever been to, one of the most fascinating restaurants, uh, Fleetwoods, which is Tommy Fleetwoods restaurant of Fleetwood Mac, uh, is completely gone. Had one of the most eclectic, uh, historical, original print art collections wow. from Fleetwood Mac's history. Yeah. Plus the original 1953 Austin Healey that that Tommy Fleetwood drove to his first show in Maui with Fleetwood Mac uh, is gone. Um, so if you guys want to support the island of Maui, there are a lot of places you can do it. You guys know when bad things happen, a lot of horrible people show up and, and pretend they're donating money. But I will tell you that HIC Hawaiian Island Creations right now is donating all of their $60 t-shirt proceeds with an active tracker of proceeds backed by um, the uh, Hawaiian Island or, or Bank of Hawaii is backing the donations. So you can actually track that. If you want to support the, the, the state of Hawaii and Lahaina, uh, please do it that way. Uh, Kauai Cigar Company as well. Uh, hit those guys up. Go ahead. Close that out. was fantastic. Yeah, close out. That yeah. was fantastic. I, I couldn't have said it better, man. From the Bourbon Cowboy, Thanks, Rusty, for bringing the cigars to the table and the bourbon. As always, uh, we love you listening in. Until next time, giddy up. Thanks, everybody. Hey, guys. FFK here. Make sure to tune into every episode of Craft and Boodle. And don't forget that, as listeners, you guys receive a 15% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. Promo code CraftBoodle15. Once again, CraftBoodle15. Make sure you follow me at Instagram at FFK underscore stands so you can receive that discount. And once again, thanks for listening and thanks for enjoying the podcast.